Happy New Year. Welcome to the New Year's special, Pang Stars 2020. Joining us today for this special episode is Mr. Peter Frazier. Hello, everyone. Peter, thanks for joining us on New Year's Eve. It's 11-something. We're just about to count down. Closing in on it now. Closing in. Pete is very into destiny, so we had to get him for this special episode. Before we get on to him, let me introduce our host. She's a sound healer, meditation teacher, and baby Yoda enthusiast. Oh, <laughs> uh, baby Yoda is so cute. I just had a concussion. <laughs> So I feel like Humpty Dumpty, there's a hole in the back left of my head where I slipped and fell like an idiot. My elbow hurts. My occipital bone hurts. And the bridge of my nose hurts. But after watching a very depressing and bleak Blade Runner 2049, I should not have done that post-concussion. Uh, the only thing that I knew would take me out of the abyss was seeing Baby Yoda's little green face light up. Having him sipping his bone broth, which they have on the planet, on the outer planets, I'd like you to know. And, you know, I think I'm on the mend, I think. We're getting into it. Think. Coming into 2020 strong with a new brain. We got the first head transplant ever, ever successfully performed. <sighs> what they do with head transplants now is they, you know how you have to be awake for brain surgery. For head transplants, Terrifying. they show you baby Yoda mm -hmm. as you have it. So it, um, I'm not really sure about the science behind it, but it works. I would never do LASIK, but the head transplant was fine. <laughs> Anyone ever done that? Peter, have you ever had anything done to your eyes? Um, something was definitely done to my head. I don't know what it was, <laughs> and it hasn't gotten any better. Um, I haven't done anything else. Uh, I had my wisdom teeth out once. All of them? Uh, yeah. Same. At the same time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a picnic. Oh, yeah. I was eating jello for quite some time and wearing sunglasses at night for real. I think that's the most. So and that's bad. when they did the uh, implants in my skull, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm wearing sunglasses right now. <laughs> You've never been cooler, honestly. It's like that cramp song, you know, sunglasses after dark. I also have, you know, as part of the transplant, contractually, I, I am supposed to wear this New Year's hat antenna thing for the rest of the year. So I'm starting early, starting very early. Got to get used fine. to it. Well, it feels satisfying. It's got a grip around around my skull, so I feel very secure. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Is it too early to discuss uh, New Year's resolutions? Is it wise to have New Year's resolutions? Because here's my thinking. Mm. Have a New Year's resolution but you start that shit in like April because yeah. it's fool's errand to start stuff on January 1st. April 1? Yeah, maybe oh. April 1. April 1, fool's, April Fool's Day? Yeah, that's probably a good day to start actual resolutions because January through March, you still need to be eating awfully and taking drugs to get through it. Because the weather sucks. Yeah. What do we think about that? I think you should just have a firm resolve. No matter the time of year, <laughs> I knew you'd say some shit like that, and uh, <laughs> and follow and follow through uh, with it, and uh, not not worry too much about these um, diet things. Yeah, I'm not sure what I would, uh, what resolution I would make. Um, <laughs> I know what resolution I'm going to make. Double I the mean, head, double the bread. No, that that's. <laughs> That's not exactly what, that is certainly not what I had in mind. No. That's a very nice stoic Aquarian answer for me. 
I'm going to say that I'm going to resolve to throw up way less in 2020. That's oh, a really that's good a place one. to start. Yeah, that's that that's one. amazing. <laughs> I did. I may have done a little bit too much. Maybe I'll throw up more out of out <laughs> utter disgust. Out of spite. <laughs> yeah. You need to make up for the lost vomit that Shah's not putting out. Yeah, I'm that's not right. going to do it, guys. Yeah, that's right. Only out one end, not the front, not the front end. The no, not be, the face end. It can never be created or cleaned <laughs> up. It can just be transferred. That's what I was just okay, thinking. Okay, please. Yeah. So you're like my vomit by proxy. Yeah, there's a universal amazing, principle like, there. It has to either it has to go somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put my head to my left temple, and I'll just think of Peter. I'm like, I don't want to vomit right now, and he'll just like. Bleh! That's fine. Thank you so much, Peter. You're a saint. No problem. <laughs> so we have a live show coming up. Whew. And for once, this episode's not going to be recorded four months ahead of time. Just sh- please be quiet. Charles making nervous noises. Are you nervous about this live show? Sucking air through my teeth. I never have to do a live show. Unlike you guys, I never have to do one. No, it's horrible. Oh, God. <laughs> How do you feel about live shows, Peter? We need some tips. I love them. I think that's the only time you uh, get to touch some sort of uh, magic that's uh, in the air. I think uh, if the audience mm. is with you, I think it's a very good thing. That's and if true. they're not with you, I think it's a very good thing because the uh, <laughs> joke's on them. Damn, you're right. What kind of what kind of mode do we need to get into mm. before we do this live show? Because yeah. we need to do like a rehearsal of sorts <laughs> to work out what we're going to do. We're going to try and translate the podcast to a live stage show. Right. We're going to tie in some stand-up comedy, have them sit down like it's Conan or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we need to think about the the, the mood we're going to have going into it. Like, do we do exercise before it? Do we do like some kind of ritual? Do we sacrifice a baby Yoda? to the live I stage think you show just, you jack yourself up and then uh, think about what you want to transmit to the audience more than worrying about uh, how you feel about yourself mm. kind of thing think what you want to get across I think one thing you guys should be doing is um, whenever you see anyone doing anything astrological tarot or maybe yoga or meditation you take out your cell phone and you run in front of them and you yell pang stars pang stars <laughs> pang stars <laughs> and I think that's one New Year's gift I have for you. I think I think that would be some great promo. Nice. So we could take the world star hip hop thing right. and bring it into twenty twenty, make it pang stars. Yes. I, I want like a whole lot. army of pang bros. <laughs> pang bros. and pang hoes. But the pang bros are the most important. Pang gang. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. We need to get the yeah, gamers shit. on our we side. Need some, we, we need, need some merch. Pang gang. More streaming. Pang gang. We need to do. Maybe we could do like a Pang Stars. Um, what? Not a, not a Diva Cup. What's like the thing that you pee wow. into? Uh, what w- like what would you pee into other like than for a urinalysis? Uh, like no, a funnel, just like a cup, like a, a yeah, urine drug sink? test. That's no, no, not to like Pang Stars sink to like store. <laughs> to what? Pang Stars porcelain. <clears throat> no, like um, you have uh. Like if you're driving long distance or something. Oh, like a lady like camping a, funnel? Yeah. You might wow. like so That's we can very get the, involved, yeah. But we can get the gamers on our Soft. side by Ooh, making yeah. uh, Pang Stars branded um, flasks. to like. So when you're gaming for 12 hours straight, yeah. you can just pee into that. They had the, a jug that I almost bought my friend like about like 10 plus years ago because he was just gaming all the time. I'm like... He would barely get up to go to the bathroom and I would just laugh so hard. I'm like, oh, do you want me to get you a gamer toilet? You can get a lot of different branded merchandise. <laughs> like you can get knives. Yeah. You can get um, backpacks. Cool little backpack. Yeah. I would never pee into a bottle on a long ride. Mm-hmm. And I've okay. thought about it. Ooh. <laughs> okay. I would just wet myself like a man. <laughs> there's yeah, always, honestly. or the, well, I mean, and there's always a side of the road. There's always a gas station. Yes. There's yes. B- have some decency. Don't be an animal. Yeah. It is beneath me to try to <laughs> finagle. <laughs> oh, like put your wee wee in a little bottle. Right. It's uncouth. Right. It was a bad example. <laughs> gaming, you know, because you have to be, you have to beat these Korean kids. Because they don't Are they pee. the best in the world? Is that Koreans yeah, now? Because they don't pee. Koreans don't have to urinate. So mm-hmm, they've already got mm-hmm. the advantage. Yeah. It's a bit controversial. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm trying to be more controversial in 2020. That's yeah, my resolution. That's what I heard. Saying broad sweeping statements about certain ethnicities. Well, now I don't have to worry about getting canceled. <laughs> if it's going to be one it's of us. Already. Remember, Lewis said that Koreans don't have to pee. <laughs> I stand by it. You're not going to make me Good. shy away from my opinions. Good. I'm going to st- I'm going to start a uh, a right-wing podcast. <laughs> Oh, I thought this already was one. Yeah, wait a second. Like, what? (laughs) This isn't about astrology? What? Well, we use... You you told me that. You promised (laughs) promised me. We use astrology as a vehicle for (laughs) ethno-nationalism. That's what the real motivation is. That's what you promised me. It's the only reason why I signed on to do this. Yeah, why am I here if it's not? (laughs) Jeez. Jeez. Oh, I don't know. So it's rainy outside... New Year's Eve. We're in that weird time between <sighs> Christmas and New Year. Hangover. Yeah. Holiday hangover. A holiday hangover. How was your Christmas, Peter? Yes. It was pretty unremarkable. Uh, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, sh- I tried to stay lighthearted for Christmas, <laughs> and uh, I think I I achieved my objective. Did you get anything good? Yeah. Yeah, I got some pens. Nice. I got uh, a charging station. Ooh. For my various. USB powered <laughs> devices, which will come in handy. I got three pairs of underwear. Nice. Uh, I would call them novelty underwear. <laughs> like, does Minion it have like underwear. an elephant face on it and googly eyes like that bad? One of them has those uh, Valentine's candy hearts on it. Like Hell printed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. Yeah. Yes. No, the, the the real candy hearts, they're glued really? to it. Yes. Really? And um, oh, so I have I to eat one them. each time I wear the underwear. I see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah and that was about it i don't have any novelty underwear i respect my uh private parts too much for that yeah but that was a gift that was given to peter yeah don't, I don't denigrate the spirit of giving at the holiday time i don't respect my private parts <laughs> and um, i will humiliate and shame them at every opportunity <laughs> i'm the boss <laughs> You decide, Peter. You yeah. decide what happens yeah. to your body. You yeah, decide. I do. You're yeah. in charge. I am. Remember that. Thank you. It's your body, Peter. It's you your body, okay? Anyone listening out there, it's my body. <laughs> Nobody else's. But nope. you know what? Did you know? Okay, I learned that there were 12 <laughs> listeners this week from a tiny town in New Mexico named Bernalillo. Bernalillo? Bernalillo. Shoutouts to Bernalillo. I got a, like, whoever is in that compound... Stay strong. We are here oh, with yeah. you. That is what it is. Oh, like, it's a compound, I'm sure. Is it like a Mormon compound? I don't know. A Jeffrey Epstein. But whoever compound. is listening in Bernalillo, we are there with you. <laughs> Beam me up, Bernalillo. going I on. I want in. Do they have like cool kicks? Like they all wear the same shoes and they're ready for the comet or whatever's going to, the next eclipse or something. Oh, like take an apocalypse. Us, yeah, take us out. That would be interesting if they chose us to listen to. Maybe but we could go to a private yeah. gig there instead of kool-aid it's like like good kombucha it's like kombucha because it's 2019 it's a we work station yeah like there's a little there's a little there's a little old we work in bernalillo new mexico <laughs> we gotta drive down there and see what's going on <laughs> we gotta, we've got to investigate this. yeah turn this into scooby-doo or something <laughs> guys like i legit Pause heard the recording stop we're uh, like the like you know the speeded up cartoon us yeah. I've got a turtleneck on and a dress, and I've got glasses just like Daphne. I'm ready. Um, I just need go-go boots, uh, and I think I do have them. We can just get in a van, drive down to New Mexico. Um, but New Mexico has a serious problem because of you know global climate issues. Mm-hmm. They have trouble growing the famous Hatch chili, hmm. uh, which is really only grown in the Hatch Valley and tastes a certain way because of the cool days and the hot nights. Whatever you know, the opposite. So they're having a problem. They may not be able to grow it somewhere else. And farmers are growing less acreage of it because they're having trouble. So shout out to New Mexico fam. Honestly, I've I've just lost respect for them. If they can't even grow grow the hatch chili, it's delicious. They ask you what kind of chili you want. You want Christmas red and green or red or green. It's very tasty. Well, I am sorry that their harsh, desolate climate is getting worse. I'm not sorry. Who would have fuck him? Who would have seen that coming? Bernie Sanders. Who do you like in the Democratic race, Peter? Bernie Sanders saw it coming. Um, I try not to think about any of that. 
Fair enough. Um, but I like Bernie. Yeah, me too. <laughs> hey, you know what? We should just talk and then randomly do 12 cards. Yeah? Yeah. Because we've got 12 to get through. We're not going to do it all at the same time. No. Right? So, like, throw you know, should I shuffle? Do you yeah, want to play a song? Or um, you can just tell me to shuffle and I'll throw, like, yeah. three or whatever. We'll do whatever. Let's do it. Play a little song. Uh, and play a song and I'll shuffle. shuffle has commenced i would like to say that um 2019 was full of darkness mm. and um imminent doom <laughs> but then Ooh. conversely closer to the end of the year maybe september ish onwards everything um i did uh happened well even though this darkness was all around me and I have become in, in, in touch, I think, with a ghost who is um, driving me forward and sees so many steps ahead of me that the things I have to do to get there are almost just uh, throwaways. They just happen easily. Interesting. Yeah, because my goals have been set further. Isn't it's strange? That is strange. So, so you feel like a, some kind of presence moving you along. Yes. Some kind of baby Yoda type figure. <laughs> I Just wouldn't guiding. I wouldn't call it a baby hand. Yoda type, but um it's a type. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. So 2019 was <coughs> the worst year and also the best year. So I expect 2020 the the, the cards will say something along those lines. Mm. I had a pretty interesting year. It was the best and the worst year in a lot of ways. Same honestly, a lot of it was a real roller coaster. That's what I have mm -hmm. to say. And a lot of things like completely flew out of nowhere to very interesting. Hmm. <laughs> very interesting. I think it's, it's all a preface for 2020. I yes. think it, it's to set it up. Mm, the full word. Mm -hmm. I'm scared guys. Don't be scared. Each of us is going to cut the deck in one portion and then we're <coughs> going to decide how to put it back together. So for our guests, please cut the deck once. Let me know where I should do that. Um, yeah, just put your fingers on it. Yep. And uh, just go a little, a little bit deeper. Yeah, right Here? there is perfect. Yeah. Okay, to my left or to my right? To your your left. To my left. Yeah. All right, Lewis, you can decide, Mr. Producer, which part to cut. The that one. The taller one. Yeah. Exact. Exactly in half. That's a tall order. That's the move. Are we happy with this? Little drop couple more? No. Fine. Put the um what? put them next to each other so you can tell they're oh exactly yeah. half. Wow, that's so smart. Yeah, I'm very smart. That's what I've heard. One couple more here. Yeah. Like two. Two. Okay. Perfect. Well, I guess I get to decide how to put it all back together. Well, that, that makes sense that I'm I'm putting my brain back together. <laughs> I'm just going to go back the same way. Yeah. That seems right to me. Well, we have 12 cards. One, two, three. Keep the line going. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I guess I ought to move the mic. I want a nice little line, you know? Mm-hmm. I think we all agree. We can agree with that, can't we? Yes. All right. I'm going to... And I do want to say that if, if this is a tarot card for each one of my months, this is officially yes. the most planning I've ever done in my entire life. Wow. All right. I think we got up to 10 or 11. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. This 11. is like having a day timer, kind of. And twelve, wow. Or like a pillbox. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are we ready for January? Yes. Okay. 
We predict the future in Pangstars. So here we have January 2020, Father of Pentacles. What do we see? Are we bored? Father of so Pentacles? <laughs> oh, I'm not bored. This is some some sort of rodent with antlers and uh, and a pentagram uh, in between his rainbow antlers. He's all black and white except for his rainbow antlers. And the pentagram is casting some kind of energy all around him. Hmm. Lewis, any feelings here? Yeah, he has a rainbow antlers. Pretty good. He's, he has very baby Yoda eyes. Oh, yeah. Aww. I wouldn't say I'm bored <laughs> exactly, but it's like every New Year's is like a bit of a weird one. Because you kind of yeah. feel like you have to go out and do something. Like like on New Year's Day or like in the beginning? In the For the, for the midnight thing. For the midnight hour? Yeah. Oh, I've decided to do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Right out the apocalypse. Mm. We're writing out the apocalypse. We're doing something by doing nothing right here today. Uh, do you know what you guys just reminded me of? This is so... I don't know if it's annoying, but I do it. Every first 12 days of the year, I try to comport myself well because each day, 1, 2, 3, 1 to 12, is important for me. Hmm. I, it doesn't necessarily symbolize each month, but I'm very conscious of what I'm doing in those first 12 days. I always do it. I've been doing it for the last couple of years. And January I will, 1st to the 12th. Yes. I always mm. just kind of watch what I'm doing. And I try to, whether I try to do interesting things, it's not, I don't go out of my way to do stuff, but I'm very conscious of what I'm doing or who I'm spending my time with. So hmm. that interesting makes a lot thought. of sense, actually. It's, it's creating a, a pattern maybe that you can follow for the rest of the year. Or yeah, at least get maybe. you off on the right foot. Kind of. And and i mean shouldn't we live our days consciously whatever but we are opening tonight a new portal into the future so there's a lot like this is this is huge it's going to be interesting it's going to be very interesting next, next mm -hmm. uh, new year as well we can see how things develop indeed from then i will take detailed notes and i will tell you everything excellent okay. And, and there's also a note on the fridge that says September, can you read the date? September something 2020, which is an important date to, as a benchmark just to, I threw it out there as a, as a vision to look back upon the September year. September 12th, uh, 19th. Let me see. It's Go one see four it. or one nine or something. Maybe it'll be an important date. September the 19th, 2020. What's this called again? Sh Sugar night. Yes, such night. Such night the crystal. Interesting. My, my Xmas Mineral. gift. Okay, so when we get this King of Pentacles, I mean this is nice. It's about solidity, money, wealth, solid career prospects, and like a very nice home foundation. So isn't that what you want to start out the new decade? I, I really don't think there's much more to that than material wealth and security. Like really secure, really solid. This is the king or father of pentacles. That's like the end of pentacles. Like not much more to say. That's that's pretty sweet. Everyone's got their shit going on and everyone's got it together. I like that. You want to go for a second, gentlemen? Let's do it. All right. This is fun. So Flip this will card. be my birthday month, February. Feb. Son of wands, knight of wands, the messenger, reversed. Conjuring. What is on that There card? is a snake i think it's a cobra but i'm not positive and it's wrapped around a wand and the wand is casting energy and it's upside down yep it's reversed um now we have the energy of creativity the spark of fire wands and the knight is usually depicted as a messenger like charging forth on on the horse i often liked to call this one as we did all the readings over the year, kind of like the comedian card, because it's kind of like a person standing up behind a microphone. And indeed, this is, you know, the mark of creativity. That's the suit of creativity. So anytime anyone picked it up, I, I think I could say now, maybe if anyone received that, maybe, maybe I'm just feeling my intuition saying someone, anyone who got that was looking towards that has something promising for them ahead. You're going to write the best joke of your career, Peter, <laughs> on that month. Okay, like when it is upright, it is bringing good news concerning work or social activities. Maybe any anticipated happy event, journey, vacation, change of residence or a job, engagement or marriage. If it represents a specific person, could be a person. Like, you know, it's just like 
uh, you know, the messenger, good qualities for me. Like it's a, it's a good comedian card in my opinion. Um, when it's reversed, it's maybe just like mm, delay in message or paperwork you're expecting. It's just like, it's nothing off, but on the right track generally. Hmm. Shaw, do you have any new year's resolutions? I already had one to throw up less. To oh, throw yeah. up zero. Do you think I could make it through the year? Without, without ever it, throwing up? Yeah, you it could. It could happen. For sure. It you, could happen. No, nah, you don't want to restrict yourself like that. <sighs> that's that's one goal I have that I could try to keep. The rest, I don't know because I don't know what 2020 has for me in store, truly. Mm. I don't know. I actually have no idea. Like, there's a completely blank slate, which is exciting. That's probably the first time in many years that's ever happened to me because I actually don't know what i'll be doing so that's exciting it's not terrifying i like that so i don't know i can't i can't restrict myself like that you're right let me uh pause recording a sec because i need to go to the toilet (laughs) (laughs) we'll We'll be right back Okay, we're back. But to the listener, very little time has passed. We got some wings. I've got some green tea like the rest of you. Mm-hmm. One of us. That's right. You sure do. Shab was like, do you want green tea like the rest of us? And I was like, well, I, I do now. Put it that way, you threatening. Put it like that, you wow. fucking, you fucking bitch. <laughs> wow. God damn. Oh you don't think goodness. you're better than us, do you, Lewis? Oh yeah, yeah. Is that right? Well, green I'll show tea you. for you, right? Yeah, you're gonna have some green tea. Yeah. I think my back molar just uh, turned f- into powder. <laughs> <laughs> so much for my wisdom tea. Like the magical guy shit. from the movie Powder, your molar turned into him. Oh, that movie. Is so inappropriate. What is that? Not going to talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Let's it's canceled. Edit that out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Take That's out not every not reference to powder. Yeah. Damn. Didn't happen. I usually have to take out references to other things. Ooh. Never things like that. Nothing like that age as well. Then here's where I insert a pedophile joke. Well, let's see card number three, all right? Let's let's go to March. <laughs> it's going to age so badly. All right, so, yeah, well. Seven of cups reversed. What is there? What is there? Seven wine glass looking cups. And I have no idea what's coming out of the bottom of one of them. It's almost like a pyramid of straw. Not a, not quite a pyramid. A hexaluramid of straw straw yeah i don't think it's i don't think anything's coming out of it it's like it's making uh it's interrupting like the flow of something oh yeah nobody google hexaluramid don't do it don't do that i don't even know how to spell that it sounds like a cool thing spelling to google, b though. the 2049 spelling b on colony x i'm gonna win the 2049 spelling b on colony x <laughs> Yeah, that that's a, that. You know what? It says that right in the future. I like to think Pete will be one of the ones chosen to go to the moon. I'd like to think that too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes you'd, two of us. You'd fucking love that shit. <laughs> if you'd, anyone you'd else likes to think that, please email NASA. What's your moon job? What are you going to do on the moon? I think Same they, thing you do here. I think they Earth? just want me there as <sighs> one of the first sort of denizens. Yeah. Uh, you to know set what I mean? the tone. Yeah. For the, like a for cultural. The new race. Yeah, definitely a cultural force, and I'm no scientist. You know what I mean? And I yeah. can't, I can't cook. No, nope. I could probably cook. Cooking. You know what? I could, you know cooking. what? Moon people, I could follow a recipe. It would moon be funny cooking. if you got picked to go to the moon, and you thought, oh, they're gonna think that I'm one of the like archetypal human intellects to shape the new culture. And when you get there, you're just like 
doing like some engineering work or something like something really boring <laughs> like that would be very me actually that would make sense and i don't and i get too polite like, weird, to say weird job like having to like um like he got the wrong ticket like you know like everyone going to the moon right. will be assigned their own job and yeah. actually through some glitch you get yeah some you now get, you, get you get to you get to like um guard the back entrance and shoot the moon men you know, around. but you there's know not what? even that many moon men. It's like one every two days. So right. you can't like they just fully, kind of shuffle. Yeah, you can't like fully switch off. You have to always be like looking out for it, but it's kind of boring at the same time. It's like being a lifeguard, except you have to just like sit out in a moon suit. Like, oh, this is shit. I'd be too polite to tell them that I thought I was there to be a cultural ambassador and a, <laughs> and just a force that that kind of dictates what humanity will become. But the thing is. I would stay at that job thinking, oh, it'll happen soon. And then I would rise to that influence. Like the yeah. first moon coup <laughs> yes. would be me. Yes. And then, like, then I'm you... sick of working this stupid moon uh, job. It's time for a revolution. It's been like You'd two be a weeks in. among men. Yes. You just overqualified. That would actually be a dangerous thing. And that actually would maybe be the real way that you're introduced as a cultural influence. Yes. Like you're almost like a controlled opposition so you are intended to go to the moon to be like this cultural um influence but actually the way that they get you there is by putting you in like a shit job yes. and then you work up because then people believe it if yes. you just say here's your cultural oh, yeah, influence like, oh, yeah, no then... people are gonna be like ah, fuck you but if you yes. do that with he it went... so obviously it's gonna be the future so people would think like that he goes in the back door and no one suspects then it's Peter Fraser, who then ends up being the Ministry of Labor because then he gets to tell everyone else what fucking job they get to do and no one else. So then what job would I get and what job would Lewis get? Because now you're the Ministry of I, Labor, Peter Fraser. I like this future, On first of all. This is a pretty good card Eager to get for citizens. March. I like this as my March, for sure. Yeah. Um, That's your march. I'd have moon doves landing on me. Whatever's going on with our 12 listeners in New Mexico yes, would guys. be going on on the moon. And shout-outs to you guys again, actually, Stay because strong. I'm interested. Hit me Stay up, strong. by the way. I, I, can you send me an email from New Mexico? <laughs> Google me. I have a website. And, and you know what? On the moon in March 2020, you are in a state of total confusion because there is too much going on with the reverse seven of cups. You need a calm space where you can sort through the multiple choices confronting you on the moon. Let your feelings be your guide. So on the moon, yeah. which is a feelings-based planet, you got to... Do you think your feelings would be heightened on the moon? Women would probably be like... Uh, like, I'd probably, like, shed this and become my full form. Like, rah, like it, everything would molt. And I would be like, I am live. That's an interesting question, actually, because obviously a lot of things are influenced by the environment, pollutants, fluoride in the water, mm -hmm. microplastics, chemtrails. Chem yes. Whether you believe all the stuff or not, there's definitely like some level of that. So the moon would be crazy to think about. I think that's what they've been testing all this time, though, when mm. they take animals into space and obviously people as well. So they do... They have been collecting that information. but So in March 2020, I should go to the moon and make decisions. Is yes. that basically what this card is, is saying? Oh, I think yeah. so. Oh, we yeah. should have a few more cards, though, because it's quite a big leap we've made. Oh, Ooh. but but look, the party's over. We, we go directly quick. into the seven reverse to the eight of cups. So this is April. April. Lewis knows this card. What 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 happens? On, what happened on the moon, you guys? April Fool's. What happened? The moon party's over. I don't know what this means in terms of that, but it's the next one on from the previous card. This is a weird two to have in a row. Yeah, this is insane. I'm looking at the first card That's is so all weird. these wine glasses, and in the second one, they're in the same formation and all broken. Yeah, this this sucks, honestly. Uh, yeah, I don't think uh, the March-April <laughs> transition is looking good Damn, in 2020. This, this you blows, can't dude. fix something before you break it. You know what, though? What Looking at broken here. wine glasses, I might be um, brandishing one of those broken wine glasses, and oh. so that might actually be uh, me being very strong. My skull is a broken wine glass, so I'm feeling the imagery of this. When we have the Eight of Cups upright, it's really just, it's like, oh, this moon experiment, what happened? Did, did we do something wrong here on, on the moon? 
Was Peter Fraser the right person for that or not? I'm not sure, but wow. we have to decide <laughs> what happens to the moon now, post-BPF, before Peter Fraser, and APF, after Peter Fraser. What What is going on? That blows. Yeah, shall we move on what to... What is going on? I Look, it was... Everything was great. We landed mm-hmm. on the moon. Mm-hmm. And then... Humans made a mess of it again. I don't mm. know. I don't know. Do you think that's what we did? Okay. I'll be as, ready. As we do. What was card seven about again? Seven of cups? Yeah. Just confusing choices. Which ones to make? Confusing choices. And yes. then the next one, all the cups are smashed. So maybe it was the bad choice. Maybe I've made all my choices. Maybe that's how I celebrate making a choice is smashing a glass. Cut your losses and get out of the situation that has failed despite your best efforts. Walk away. You can't clean up this mess. You just got to put the trash in the bag and throw it out and never look back. But as we move forward throughout this dark moon mountain range, we make our way to May of 2020. And we have our first major arcana card. Music. I demand music for my subjects. For I have taken over the moon. Damn, Jade Dragonwell. I've taken over the moon. My Just true form is Jade, Jade Dragonwell. Damn. I was not a human living amongst you. In fact, I was undercover princess. I was undercover just seeing what was going on with the citizens. And indeed, this is my card, the Sagittarius that's, that's card. That's a good question to ask Temperance. Uh, Peter, actually, before we get onto this card. Yes. If it was medieval times, yeah. what <laughs> kind of job oh, would you see go. yourself doing? Does that card for sure say temperance? Yes. Yeah, interesting. What kind of job would I see myself doing if I was working at medieval times? He needs a in name. medieval times, not the oh. uh, not the place that oh, tries okay, to. Okay, because I'm definitely talent. If I'm at medieval times, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, obviously, not a but server. Like, yeah, riding on. I'm not selling those times, swords either. What would you be? In medieval times, I would be um, the fool, or a bard, or a knight errant. I nice. Think What's a knight errant? Is that like a warrior? Poet? I was hoping you w- were going to ask me that, but uh, but uh, all I was thinking was not a stereotypical knight. I actually can't think of what knight Got errant means, unless knight errant means you go on um, haphazard quests and like um, ice cube. Would yeah. I have an ice cube? Is it is oh, like starring a war- ice cube? The warrior knight poet, errant you know? starring ice cube. <laughs> <laughs> you and ice cube is he your sidekick? You gotta make that movie. But he gets like a midget pony. He gets a little little home pony. I don't think you can say that anymore. I think you have to say <laughs> little horse. horse. Icelandic horse. <laughs> he gets an Icelandic horse. You have to horse. say little person horse. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Dwarf pony? I'm a? with it. So Dwarf what is this? Um, May. It Major Arcana. Temperance. Temperance. It's a giant bird yeah. holding a sack. But burning bird. Is it burning? I think it's holding it's something. It's fire. It's Pop holding something fire on fire. And water. Okay, has both fire and water. Jeez. It's kind of holding a sack of fire and water. Yeah, it's like a Pokemon card. Yeah, I mean, this card doesn't come up very much at all. I I rarely see this. I don't see it a lot. And we have the Blue Heron. Reverse, temperance is about moderation in all things. Do not be in a hurry. Sit and wait for things to move in their own time. The trick is to make the waiting constructive. This is one of the great lessons of the Zen masters. Learning to do nothing mindfully is a milestone on the spiritual path and is of vital importance to know that there are times when nothing can be done and nothing needs to be done. Therein lies the state of grace. So it's just waiting, patience. Don't be out of balance. Hello, Libra. Concentrating on blending the different parts of yourself into a new form in your lunar vitamin mix, psychological, emotional, and spiritual elements. Boom. That's all. Hmm. It, it's and it's it's a bit of contemplation and waiting. You can't really do anything. You're stuck here, so just hang out. Well, I've, I've done keep qu- yourself even. I've done quite a bit of unmindful mindlessness. Explain. It just <laughs> 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 speaks for itself. All right. Yeah. But I haven't done any mindful it. mindlessness. <laughs> I remember saying once it was like I was like yeah it's like a fear of winning, and then I was like, 
that means absolutely nothing. <laughs> I just said fear it's of winning? sound. I What's think a fear, fear of, winning of winning exists in general in, in people. Yeah, but I said it in a context that was like, you're just trying to sound smart. Right. For for you when you were saying it? Yeah. Like you said to somebody in this like... I was on a podcast, yeah. Oh. And I said, yeah, it's like a fear of winning, man. Hey, man. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. I think it was Ezra's podcast. Okay. Hey, man. But he's not put it out. Hey, man. Hey. Hey, man. Look you through the there. podcast archives where Lewis says, hey "Fear man. of winning, man." Yeah, fear, it's like the fear. It's like the fear of fucking. Oh, you guys! Too much perspective, if anything. You guys, are you ready for? Yes. Oh, June twenty twenty. Major Arcana. Look, it's another shadow and light, darkness, and the dawn that follows. We have the death card number 13. Yeah. Damn, your bird's dead. Your, your bird got... It died. It got fried at the moon. Burned. What happened? This is intense. This is uh, strange, isn't it? Yeah. This card is the same bird that we're seeing in the last card, <laughs> except roasted. this bird is now a skeletal bird. It is completely <laughs> yeah. fried, charred. Happy June, bitch. These Fuck. are the remnants Whew. of the bird. Whew. This makes sense to me for 2020. Oh, yeah. Like... Even these two. Let's look at the first two now. Look, Father of Pentacles, Son of Wands are also matched. They're also looking at each other and they're also reversed. Like, what do you want me to say here? Like, it, look at this shit. If this is it's to be the, another best and worst year, I expect it to be profound no matter what. It's interesting you said you, you 2020 was a blank for you. It's a blank for me completely. Hmm. For it's, me, it's not. Oh, yeah. what what is 2020 for you? I think it's epic and profound. Damn. Do you believe Almost in overwhelmingly so, I think. Do you believe in fate, Peter? Yes. Cool. Well, here we are on New Year's Eve. Indeed, death is also known as the nameless arcanum. In the major arcana, it signifies the greatest transformation of all, the greatest magic trick you'll ever pull, disappearing into thin air almost but leaving just a little shell behind here we have the bones of a bird some feathers are left just the bones no flesh no soul nothing left if you want to read it i don't like i don't like the the way this is but it's nice when lewitz reads something so read it maybe skip over the no one loves a death card i think that's really lame we can get past the fear of I expected Expiring. this. Did we get this last time? You got the devil last time, but did you get no, death? I, I, uh, I didn't get death last time. I did predict I would get the devil last time, and I did. Okay. This we time, I'm not sure what cards are going to come up. We spend most of our lives denying death altogether. <coughs> so when this card appears, it's easy to get frightened or think it's bad. Don't let the drama distract you from the message. Something in your life needs to end. It needs closure. This will happen voluntarily or involuntarily. Either way, you will feel a positive transformation begin after the initial forms of suffering have passed. I mean, in the previous month of May, he was on fire and was lit aflame, maybe tempered by the cool tears that soothe him. But sometimes some things have to flame up, burn, be burnt to a crisp, for you to be reborn and die again. So this is really totally what's happening here for June 2020. Are we ready for card number seven? We passed the halfway mark of the year. Yes. All right. Number seven. Wow. Another major arcana card. Number 10, the Wheel of Fortune. This is a very powerful year to be shaping up. Wheel. Oh. <laughs> Wow. Well, you should describe it. It looks really cool. It does look really cool. Wow. It is a large sphere tied to which is a thin sticks or a very thin tree. I think it's thin sticks arranged kind of paganly atop of which sits an owl on top of the sticks. And uh, it's nighttime. The moon is out. But it looks like the sun is under this sphere. Nice. It's the best I can do with that. 
Whether day or night, the wheel of fortune is always in motion. Some call it fate, others destiny. It's possible to go months or years without feeling its presence, but when this card appears, the eye of the wheel is fixed upon you. Don't be surprised if there's a change of course heading your way, something you'd least expect. Whatever happens to you during this time, know that it is bringing you closer to your life's purpose. Well, I do like getting closer to my life's purpose. It's been one of my life's purposes. You don't say. I do say. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, we just passed the halfway mark of the year. This is card number seven. And indeed, the Wheel of Fortune is number 10 out of 22. It's about halfway in the journey of the Major Arcana, which I find interesting. Um, it's going to be a hot summer for Peter. Sure will be. Hot girl summer. <laughs> the Wheel of Fortune and... Didn't he say he believed in fates? The wheel of fortune is linked to the three fates. One spins the thread of life, the second weaves it, and the third cuts it. Thus, the wheel of fortune is a reminder of the mysterious cycles of life, death, and rebirth. And we kind of just went through this already with mm. the past four cards. Something new, something broke. Something new and then something to relive and, you know, be turned into something completely different alchemized into something else and here we step into the wheel of fortune asking for well it's foretelling changing circumstances the wheel is turning right usually for the better beneficial changes that will promote your growth and advancement balance may be an issue if you are resisting change but you now have no choice but to go along with whatever process is working in your life the wheel of fortune is a reminder that every period of intense activity which is shown in these sets of four cards before must be followed by a fallow time of rest and inactivity where you are in your own personal cycle will be shown by the other cards in the spread. This card almost always heralds good fortune coming as a result of what you yourself have put into motion even if you aren't totally aware of what you have done to initiate the process. Get the ball rolling or the wheel turning. This means a new phase, also definitely indicated by the death card, Possibly the need to make an important decision or even a totally unexpected circumstance developing that will change your life. Boom. Damn. Told you it was going to be a hot year. Ooh. Well, gentlemen, forging forward. What is this number? Eight. Ooh. Four. Mysterious. Mysterious four of swords. Four swords of increasing length laid side by side and a lamb underneath them with a sun in its forehead. Must be the third eye of the lamb. Yeah, and sometimes, you know, this is the first swords in the deck. Swords have to do with intellection, mental, you know, mental powers, intellect, ideas of the mind and thoughts. Also speaking, because it's related to that. And it's an air element, just like you are very Aquarian. And this mysterious lamb holds the swords up by the power of its own psychic abilities. And sometimes this card... Oh, is this the secrecy card? No, it's not. That's seven of swords. This one is kind of that fallow period of rest, actually. It's kind of the traditional image is someone kind of lying in a grave with four swords suspended above that person. Um, it could be a card of respite, rest and recuperation, internal solitude, introspection, a necessary period of aloneness and contemplation. It is really a card of contemplation and perhaps to understand what happened and why. Sometimes this could be recovery from pain or emotional upheaval or possibly physical illness, but it's really a time of like just resting and thinking things through, planning your next moves wisely, the calm after the storm. You may want to retreat from other people or the world. During this time, think, plan, and reevaluate what you had been doing before the crisis, right? Because maybe there's some stuff going on here. You, you try to get yourself back to renewal or you contemplate after some big big changes that have happening not not necessarily bad right in most likelihood the changes are very very good as the wheel of fortune is right here 
but then when you get to august it's like oh then it's regrouping and, and just changing the plan or being like floating on on air i guess in in terms of contemplation here so it just needs a, a time of thinking and rest makes sense right are you ready for number nine september yes again oh very cute we have <laughs> <laughs> i like that my september oh, is a nice cute. little it's duck it's baby yoda but a duck yeah it's a little duck on, Daughter on water or page of, s- of cups are you meant to feed dogs bread or not no actually you're not meant to do that it makes their tummy swell up and then they can't eat anything else after but that's what that's the point of bread Grapes no. is one of the things you're supposed to feed them cut up. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Yep, it's oh. a healthy thing for them. And it, it's <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah, there's a, there's a list of them. Even my dying friend doesn't get grapes. If you like Who's to feed that? ducks as I do, <laughs> you've looked yeah. into the healthy choices that you can present for them, and there there are some. Hmm, interesting. Grapes is one of them. Look it up. That would be quite fun to see him eat a grape. Not a Duck? whole. I think you should so cut it up. Whole, yeah, whole cut it up into fours. Like then you're like, but then you don't get the satisfaction of throwing a grape in a I'm not going to chop a one in half. We've then all it's like lusted for that satisfaction. Yeah. Throwing a grape in a duck's mouth. No, nah, if I feed a, <laughs> if I, if I feed a duck, duck it's going to be skid a, ball? it's going to be a whole grape. Duck gets small. Like what's, what's the gullet? Is it Peter's the gullet? Gavage? Gavage is when you feed them. Peter's when you force feed them uh, make to make really? foie gras. Three like, yeah, because they just put a, pipe they shove a pipe down their gullet and they just really force feed them because the liver has to get very fatty and turn to fat that's how foie gras is made i was unaware of that completely and i'm, I'm sure a bit sad yeah i'm sure that it's banned now in 2049 nah, on the moon it is. it's not banned but california banned it illinois maybe banned it a couple of years ago i would ban the force feeding of ducks on the moon just i just want to be clear yeah we don't need that i'm not even bringing the ducks <laughs> quack quack bring your own ducks quack if you want them to be fed so well. Quack, quack, quack. Why don't you just marry a dog, Peter? Quack. Maybe that's what's... Really, that's what's happening. He met a heron. He wasn't into it. It turned into a crow and died. There was an owl that was like, hey, what's up? He's like, no, I'm not into owls. Then the lamb was like, hey, what about me? I'm very fresh. I'm tender and young. No, thank you. No, thank you. Owl then he meets a little fluffy owl. Signet cute little signet owl seeking owl for night encounter if this is about meeting people that is generally my um response is that, uh no thank you um no thank you um no thank you owl for owl i'm consistent with it horned owl. or not horned because they have you know there's two kinds you know, once I had to dissect an owl pellet. You know, they wouldn't let you do that now. Hell no. In, in school. You dissected in school, an owl? They gave us, no, an owl poop. Oh, an owl poop. To see if there were little bones and stuff. But like, oh, don't you that. think that could be, it's not sars or anything. <coughs> it's not like avian flu It's an owl. Well, hmm. yeah. Poop of any kind isn't it's not the best. Yeah, it's not a good idea. For a minute, I thought you said you had to dissect an owl. And I was like, no, we had to do a rat. It was gross. We dissected a rat. Like, mm. we didn't get a fetal pig. That's what other people got. I saw a fetal pig, but I didn't dissect one, yeah, so I, I must have been not there that day. The formaldehyde. Ugh, gross. It was gross. Mm-hmm. Not fun. I don't see what the point of that was. It's cruelty. No fetal pigs on the moon either, by the way. Oh. Not Is on my moon. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that, 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 that's like a you rule, not like a moon rule. No yeah, we can have pigs. pork. I just don't... Oh, right. Just send the pork up. No fetal pigs. <laughs> no brined would that pickled be, pigs. That would probably be easier, wouldn't it, than raising pigs on the moon? Just shooting it from Earth. Barrels? Yeah. Getting Earth food in. Would it be like a treat to have Earth food? Yes. Would Premium. it be like the main thing to grow food on the moon? And then it's like, oh, fucking moon cabbage again. This shit sucks. It's just like British food on the moon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we imagine? definitely have salt to get pork. But it's not like catering. A, it's salt like a cod. fertile climate, so it it's pretty quite like dead to have food up there. But you have, then you get earth food from nice like moist earth. It's like, fuck yeah. One of the town mottos of one of the towns on the moon is, uh, we know what goes on. We just don't want to see it. I don't like the sound of the moon. We're unburdened by such knowledge on the moon. We're not there for that sounds bleak but a boy <laughs> needs to eat so send that foie gras <laughs> boy needs to eat moon gavage best 
best friend, best best meat ever, best best foie gras, moon foie gras. Mon I mean, foie. when we get the daughter of cups, is just like the page of cups, which shows a message. Now we have, oh, we're just waiting for pentacles. No, we have all all of the suits now. All the suits are completed. This one has to do with the moon, feelings, emotions, relationships of all kinds. And this is a message. A young person, male or female, possibly son, daughter, or a younger sibling who is bringing you a message about love. It could mean an engagement or a wedding or some situation that holds an inherent emotional risk. The circumstances may be exciting yet scary at the same time, as with a sudden elopement. Who knows? Often the page suggests naivete or vulnerability, especially in matters of the heart. If the card represents a querent, it says you have already decided to take an emotional risk and aren't interested in being dissuaded. You are willing to give it all and feel things will work out. This is interesting. Rather fatalistic of me. Little, little baby duckling to show us the true meaning of love. Um, let's go to the Thanks, next baby duck. card. Thanks, Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Oh. Oh, okay. Comes back. This is the October card. Yeah, we have Father of Wands or the King of Wands. This is the dad, the daddy of the Son of Wands, which you got in month two, February. No, so that's, that's a, interesting. That's a cobra. That's a, that's a king cobra right here. Oh, yes. Hood is fully out. Mm -hmm. Fully hooded. Hooded fang. Yeah, you do wear hoods and call yourself the hooded fang, so... That's I do now. The hoods part is always true. Yeah. What's with the hoods, Peter? What's I, I, I don't really consider myself a hooded man. Mm -hmm. It's just the yeah. stylistic choice, and once you make it, you don't have to make any other. Yeah, that's what I don't like about it. Oh, mm. it's perfect. Mm. Is it? Yeah, because and then you get into true. hood appreciation because you recognize the nuanced differences, even mm. though you're wearing a something uniform. Mm. There exists. I have a dress hoodie. I have a oh. like a, a hoodie I'd wear to uh, like I confirmations. I hate the <laughs> idea of that. A dress hoodie. <laughs> it just seems so slovenly <laughs> and bad. I think you might as well be a gamer just <laughs> peeing in a Hangstyles branded uh, <laughs> urine flask in the new year. I um I don't know. Hoods. Are you like normcore then? And you just going for like. I don't norm. know. They're just the easiest thing to wear. German norm. Cool. They look good. Just dressing like. Completely. I can wear a t-shirt of my choosing underneath. Well, yeah, you always have it you out. Can always do that. Yeah, I have to have a t-shirt. I have to have socks. Um, I have to have blue jeans. One, well, they don't. They could be black too. So, <laughs> blue jeans, black jeans, gray jeans. Well, it's good that you got choices, Peter. I don't have any green jeans yet. I don't think <laughs> red get, you shouldn't jeans. get green jeans. This isn't 2006. <laughs> Could you imagine? Come on. I'm red have to jeans. Head to stitches and get some what's yes. actual color in my it. jeans. What's fashionable nowadays? Is there is there anything? I think I'm killing it. If you really want to know, everyone is kind of in this thoughtstagram or like in in a stylized Instagram copycat of one another, which is to say that the ladies maybe are all wearing Everlane or Fashion Nova. You just pick your brand on the internet and on Instagram and then you dress like the brand on Instagram. That's exactly it. Because I dress like one brand on Instagram for the most part, which is interesting. Yeah. I haven't thought about it. That's true. I've just chosen a channel to pick from and there I am. I dress the same as a lot of people like Air Max, Patagonia, like uh, what's it called? Like Hype Trash. Hype beast. Hype bay. I wore cardigans a couple of times over the holidays. Yeah. So I do, I do mix it up from time to time. Do you wear any Supreme cardigans or hoodies? No, just ones that barely fit me. Maybe you should get into being like a hype beast. Like queuing, be queuing out outside like a <laughs> palace at 7 a.m. to cop the new like drop, as they call it. That sounds like me. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's start wearing like Yeezys and... Uh, uh, Balenciagas. Well, I do have to have off-white hoodies, bright no. shoes. You'll, my shoes are silver, and I think for um, 2020, I'm gonna customize my own pair of flights, and they're gonna be gold. I think I'm going gold in 2020. Yeah. 2019 was silver. Are you sticking with Nike? Yeah, I'm gonna make my own though. I'm gonna make them uh, gold per lesson. Nice. Yeah, I have to retire those ones, those silver ones. Yeah. They look kind of beat up. I've worn them for every set I've ever done doing oh. comedy. 
Really? Mm-hmm. You should get rid of those. I'm going to bronze them. You're going to bronze them? Yeah. Really? Probably. Damn. Uh, maybe not bronze them, but uh, keep them in some sort of collectible fashion. That's cool. Yeah, those are my kicks. So when we get into this number 9, 10, car 10, 11, 12, October, it's clear that there's some progression, but there's still some delay. But aren't we always kind of on like climbing to somewhere? So I, I would be heartened by that. It's just progression on a larger scale. Spooky snake for All spooky October. There we go. Spooktober. But it's 11 November. Which way does the wind blow? I don't know. It's five of wands reversed. Same. Same up or down, really. Five sticks. Mm-hmm. Wands again. So November, you don't know where you're going. Yes. That's simply enough, isn't it? Basically, yes. Or just challenge yourself to change and adapt to different and difficult circumstances. Just changing yourself, like changing and adapt. That's really it. Don't get involved in questionable or risky practices at this time and be careful who you trust. New competition may be cutthroat. That's very interesting. Interesting. Mm. Given the field. Could new, even new be dishonest eh? or new underhanded. Huh? Who's your Could competition? Could be dishonest or underhanded. What? <gasps> I'm gonna I'm gonna stab Peter in the back. I just have uh, this to say. Shout out to my new competition. Um, I'm talking to a dead man right now, <laughs> from the past. You're a ghost, my friend. Fuck. I'm gonna end you. New competition, please. November. <laughs> there could be litigation to resolve disputes in your public, publish public image could suffer but like whatever i love I that i have a public image in november <laughs> you have one see i knew you it you have one you, have you have public public might suffer be careful to defend. might suffer but you know me i'm gonna go down with the ship fighting yeah. tooth and nail <laughs> we're yeah. gonna beat the case peter <laughs> i will never apologize for what i said did or told someone this is probably what it says actually like we've been using the moon metaphor through here but yeah. maybe it gets into some kind of scandal moon and then scandal moon scandal some scandal. This is all great. Scandal, or like a real life scandal. Sure. On Earth. Hey. And, ma- and you, well, it's going to be resolved in December, or it's going to carry on into the next year. But uh, I hope it carries on into infinity. Hmm. Let's have some music before we open up. December this final card, December twenty twenty. It might be ne- really This boring. time next year, we'll check in. Okay, <laughs> we'll check in. We landed on reaching the summit, the three of pentacles reversed. Are those uh, pentagrams? Mm-hmm. Top of the mountain. Yep. I um, mean, it's not the most boring card that could have been. You know what have would have been the most boring card. I would yeah. hate it to see that card. Although that Pathetic. would be kind of funny. No. So this isn't the most boring card. But it might be the second most boring card. card. It's not bad. I mean, it's a foundational card of building oneself up. This is a very. So this is the Three of Pentacles reversed. I got my wish. Then it continues forever. This is a very uh, neoliberal. (laughs) Yes. Card must be. This is very capitalist. You aren't making the efforts to acquire the new skills you need in today's changing marketplace. I'm learning how to code. (laughs) Yeah. I teach refugees how to code. Um, You may be stuck in a job you really don't like, but lack the confidence or ambition to strike out and change things for the better. You need to get going. Thought without action is invalid. Well, something that I have always said, yeah. Should we pick a January card? You want... The one from the top or the bottom of the deck? Now we're into 2021. <laughs> a 13th card. I that think was how much you were unimpressed with that card, huh? But this huh? would be the 13th card. Yeah. This one then. Yes? Yeah. I like 13 as a... Very beautiful. As a number Guess anyways. what? You you start your New Year's resolution and you, you make some more wishes all over again. We have the Nine of Cups, which is the wish fulfillment card. It's like the genie. So, you know, you start all over again in January 2021. Whatever you want. Just make a wish. Okay, I got it. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you guys? Yes. 
psych. I'm not telling you my <laughs> wish. Are you crazy? You guys. Nine of Cups. Even the most negative interpreters have nothing bad to say about this card. It means success, triumph, and everything you want and hope for. When the Nine of Cups appears, ask yourself, what is it I really want? The card's answer is that you will get it. Wow. Okay, I feel better now. That's I, a good ending. I told that new competitor in November what was going to happen. Exactly. I kind of warned him. Fucking, yeah, die. Oh, no, October. That was October, right? Yeah, yeah, man. Just fucking die, bitch. It's almost 2020, guys. Get out of here. It's almost 2020. Damn. Should we do the countdown? We should do that countdown. It's not quite time just yet. No. But it's close. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy I hope you New have a fantastic year. year. And get everything you want. And you are around people you who you love. Prosperity, love, and riches. All the good things. Okay, here we go. All right. Count it down. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, six five, five, four, four three, two, one. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.